Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. In the same way uh, that it matters how you vote, it matters how you spend your money and where you're putting it. When you're putting it into the economy, every chance you get to buy American, and I mean real American, we should be doing so. A lot of American manufacturing have slipped away over the years and is gone. And it is a lost skill that we're going to have to remember and retrain uh, at some point. I love partnering with companies like Grip6, the people that are trying to uh, give you the true American experience, and they're doing it for the right reasons. They're doing it because they believe, as a country, we have to come back. We have to have these skills. So when you buy simple things like socks from Grip6, you're supporting the American ranchers who raise specially bred sheep that produce the wool, the American manufacturers who wash it, process it, weave it into socks that will keep your feet warm in the winter and cool in the summer. American business owners who have accepted the risk that comes along with using only American-made products and American labor. Check out Grip6.com slash Beck today. Right here in America, Grip6.com slash Beck. So let's talk about what happened last week. It was, no, the only thing worse, okay, the Civil War was worse, and then January 6th, of course, was worse. Uh, then I think it was Apollo 11 that burned up on the platform. Then, yeah, then was this out of control group of 20 conservatives that hijacked like a bunch of terrorists taking a plane to Cuba just to keep Kevin McCarthy out? Or was it to negotiate for extremist things? Holy cow. I would hope that all Americans see, and I mean all Americans, independents and even uh, Democrats. I mean, there's still the Democrats that aren't Marxist crazies. The people who believe in the Constitution and the rule of law. I hope you see what these 20 men and women negotiated and got for standing up against Kevin McCarthy. Now, what are those things? And are we really going to get them? Well, we're going to talk to a man who knows. He was part of it. One of the most fiercest fighters on the floor last week from North Carolina, Congressman Dan Bishop joins us 
in 60 seconds. So it's a new year and time to do some serious good in your life by changing the way you buy meat. I want to tell you about Good Ranchers. Good Ranchers is the 100% American meat company that delivers the best cuts of beef, chicken, and seafood right to your door. And when I say American, I mean the source of all of their meats is from local farms in the United States. Did you know that you can go into a grocery store and you'll see the little flag? The little flag is this, you know, product of USA. That meat could be from China or Brazil. And it still has a little flag on it. Did you know that? Most of our meat is not coming from American ranchers. And our American ranchers are getting screwed. It's amazing. 85% of the grass-fed beef in America is imported from overseas. Good Ranchers doesn't believe in selling you the imported meat. They want to take care of the Good Ranchers here and give you a good deal and great meat at the same time. Right now, you can get over two pounds of chicken free in every box for a year when you subscribe. It's a year's worth of chicken free when you subscribe to any Good Ranchers box at GoodRanchers.com. If you want to start your year off right, then change the way you buy meat by switching to Good Ranchers. Make sure to subscribe today. Use the promo code GLENN and claim your free chicken for a year and $20 off your first box. As a rancher myself, this is so important. Help them. GoodRanchers.com slash Glenn. Okay? Good meat. New year. New meat. From Good Ranchers, Americans, America's Meat Delivered. All right. Uh, let's go to uh, Dan Bishop. You may know his name. He was the lead sponsor and the author of the North Carolina bathroom bill in the state Senate. He made a lot of changes uh, for the good to bring common sense uh, to North Carolina, and now he is in Washington. There was a story out last week that he said, look, this, this is all common sense stuff, and if we can't get this, I'm out. Um, and that meant, you know, people were like, oh, he's going to quit of it. No, that's not exactly what he meant by that, and he is on with us uh, now. Uh, Congressman, thank you so much for standing against all odds, honestly, and against all media and a lot of conservative media. Thank you. Good morning, Glenn. Thank you for the opportunity to speak with you. And, you know, I, I did a media hit on Meet the Press with Chuck Todd yesterday, and, and the bitterness was really palpable in his eyes and in his voice and in his questions. He, he, that nothing he hates worse than some conservatives who will actually say we need to do some conservative things in Congress with the Republican majority that has been so dip, so hard won. I, I have but, to tell you, though, this, I don't think what you asked for, I don't think it was just conservative. I think this was really common sense. 72 hours, wasn't that? Absolutely. Isn't that what Barack Obama said he would impose? 72 hours absolutely. to read every bill. You got it done. That's right. In fact, you're absolutely right. It isn't really conservative. It is, it is about sort of the, making the institution function as it's envisioned to function. Yes, yes. And, I mean, wh- whoever said it was the right, the, the, you know, it's interesting, Glenn, uh, all, as you said, conservatives blowing us up. There's the guy out there, of course, who thinks we ought to have a convention to fundamentally alter the uh, United States Constitution, but thought the risk was just too unbelievably 
uh, high to, hmm. to to defer the coronation of Kevin McCarthy for four days so we could work out some things that need to be given attention. I don't see it that way. I think what we ought to be all angry and upset about is the $1.7 trillion omnibus that was ran through after being designed by a handful of people with the assistance of 18 Republican senators two weeks ago, you know, three weeks ago. Uh, But this is the thing that they said was, it's funny, Glenn, uh, I did have one interesting thing, and you never, when people say something that's unexpected, I always love that. Morning Joe, Joe Scarborough said in, the, in an interview, he described the, all the people wringing hands about how this is this was chaos and the like, that they're catastrophizing it. <laughs> yeah. That's right. It, it wasn't a catastrophe. It was democracy. There is a weaponization of the federal government and the FBI, and some of us have been calling for a church committee. And quite honestly, if more Democrats were awake Um, And we had a real, true, free press that was looking at the facts and still considered themselves, you know, the last line of defense for rule of law. They would be calling for a church uh, commission. You guys got that done. Can you explain what that is? I certainly can. And a lot of people hear that and they say, what is it? What are, I thought it was separation of church and state. What are you talking about? <laughs> and I know your listeners will know that they're referring to Frank, Senator Frank Church, a Democrat from Idaho, back in 1975, chaired a Senate select committee to dig into stories that had emerged about how our intelligence community writ large, so certainly the FBI, DOJ, but, but CIA, CIA. We're engaged in some pretty horrific stuff. Yeah. And of course, the deep state has only gotten much deeper and wider since 1975 and despite the reforms enacted subsequently in 1978. So this committee is called the Committee on the Weaponization of Federal Government at this point in time, be a subcommittee of Jim Jordan's Judiciary Committee. But that was my project here was within these negotiations was to make sure that we got that body uh, empowered with all the authority that it would need without having uh, House Permanent uh, Select Committee on Intelligence be able to serve as gatekeeper to information obtaining mm. and so forth. And we achieved it. It was um, it was some pretty hard knocking uh, negotiating in that part that we did. But I'm but I'm I'm thrilled with what we've ended up with. We were uh, now. That doesn't mean that the deep state won't stonewall it. It, right. it will. But you've got to first start with a charter for the committee that makes it clear uh, that we've got a sufficiently broad scope to get at all the requisite agencies and that we're got not and, and we're going to we can access information uh, without being blunted. And it has some teeth to it. You better believe it. Okay. I mean, and so we got, we actually got not just sort of a vague promise. We got down to the legislative language, the resolution that will be passed this week. Well, that was negotiated out and agreed to. Do do you know, Dan, if you're going to be on that committee? um, I believe, I have reason to believe that I will be. Okay. Um, and, uh, and, And right now we're sort of waiting to see exactly how it will be led. I will tell you, Dan, that, uh, we will pray for you and everybody on that committee. I think this is one of the most dangerous things any man or woman can do today in the federal government is begin to tunnel in and look at what is happening inside uh, our intelligence and justice departments. 
um, they're not going to go away happily. Yeah, and and this, well, I, you know, it's, it's always interesting. You got to at the very outset here be uh, thoughtful about what you say about it. But yes, uh, but your point is well taken, Glenn. And uh, the things that this uh, superstructure within the bureaucracy that I don't believe is under the control of Congress. I don't believe it's under the control of the president. Right? I don't either. Uh, uh, that you know, and how it has uh, developed. And the the ways in which it is, I mean, it is the, you know, recently the FBI responded to the release of some of the Twitter files and its role, uh, describing its role, and it, it was almost contemptuous. It said uh, they were just engaged with their community partners, and they regret that conspiracy theories have emerged. You know, it's, it's like, whoa, man, if those guys will say say it that way in the light of those revelations and think that'll sell? We are in a weird place. And, of course, you've been saying it for years, Glenn. So we're going to find out. I, I And I recognize that there's jeopardy that comes along with that. So tell me what else you guys negotiated that was, you know, that that was good for all Americans. And, and as I enter on that, Glenn, I'll also say many of the colleagues in the Republican conference who refused to join us and also bitterly Opposed, yeah. The 20 of us all have said how great the work is, the results that we've obtained. <laughs> so, but we, <sighs> we, we got back the single member motion to vacate the chair, something that has always been available to members of Congress until Nancy Pelosi deep six at last Congress. Uh, we have a rules package that provides for single purpose or single subject legislation. So you <sighs> try to deter the ability to pack these massive bills. Together. So wait, 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 wait. What does that mean? What What is the teeth in that? That means that everything has to come separately or or what? It, it, it means it. So there will be a, 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 there's a specific rule that says each bill must have a single subject. Each member, when they put a wow. bill in the hopper, they've got to describe what that is. And then now. The Rules Committee, as you know, Glenn, is sort of the anti-Rules Committee. Every bill that has been coming to the floor for a long time is has a special rule. It departs from all of the rules. Right. You can't make an amendment to it. It's like it's on the the Politburo of, the, of, uh, of President Xi as opposed to the Congress of the United States. So they can continue. Well, if we hadn't done something else, which I'll get to, then we couldn't uh, see that this is enforced. But that's the rule. Now we've got to go through and enforce it. There's another rule requiring germaneness. You can't make an amendment to a bill unless it's germane. That preserves the single subject. Uh, we have a return of the Holman rule, which allows Congress to specifically zero out offices within the federal government or a bureaucrat, a Tony Fauci. Um, we have a, a you mean de- defund? Hour. Yes. Wow. Yes. <sighs> so again, we we won't be sitting here with just these. Uh, blunt instruments, we, we will uh, go after specific problems in the bureaucracy okay, that so we see. The problem with that has always been, or has been since Barack Obama got in, we don't actually have a budget. So you, you control the purse strings, but not really because you don't have a budget. This will actually this will actually take care of that problem. Even if there is no budget, you'll be able to go in. For instance, how about the IRS agents? Yes. Yes. I mean, now, Holman rule would be an apple that they're talking about. They're going to pass that bill, I think, right away to defund the 87,000 IRS agents. But here's something that's very key, Glenn, and, and something that conservatives have learned to distinguish. There's a lot of 
BS that comes out of Washington, a lot of a lot of image or, or messaging bills that pass. And so just because something can pass the floor of the House under Republican control doesn't mean it has any significance. What I've been pushing for, what this is all about is where can we go to the mat and fight it out right now? Right. And see to it. The thing. So so we're going to, you know, all these things kind of dovetail. But if you're right, if we're still in the process where we're doing these blunt instrument uh, laws, uh, we'll pass the bill to defund the IRS agents. But unless you use the Holman rule to put something in a bigger appropriations bill, probably isn't going to get through the Senate. You see? Mm-hmm. Um, so Holman lets us do that. All right. Um, let me take a one minute break. And if you have time, I'd love to have you hang out for just a second more and tell us what else you guys um, you got out of this. Uh, Dan Bishop, the uh, congressman from North Carolina, one of the 20 holdouts, thank God, uh, just going through bit by bit everything that they won by standing up for the Constitution and I believe the American people. Back in one minute, 60 seconds, we are meant to live our lives joyfully. That doesn't mean that, uh, you know, everything always goes the way we want it to. There are difficult days, but overall, we're meant to live with joy. Now, how do you get there? I mean, especially if you're in pain, if you wake up in pain, it's really hard. It's hard to keep things into perspective when parts of your body are inflamed and hurting. You can try everything. And usually the things that will take away pain that the doctor will give you uh, either don't work or they will zap you and you're just a zombie all day and you can't live like that. So how can you get rid of your pain? Well, 70 percent of the people who try Relief Factor go on to order more month after month. It's about 70 percent. ReliefFactor.com is where you find this. Call 1-800-4-RELIEF. Get a three-week quick start for only $19.95. You'll take it three times a day for three weeks. If it's not working at all for you in three weeks, stop taking it because it probably won't work. Uh, You're proud of that 30%. But if it's working, continue to take it and you will see, at least I have, dramatic improvements in your life. Relief Factor. Feel the difference at 800, the number four, relief, 800 for relief or relieffactor.com. 10 seconds, station ID. So, Dan, what else did you guys get by standing up to McCarthy? So the next big area, Glenn, is that in addition to these rules changes, which are very important in terms of changing the way Congress functions and brings more people in the process, it was also critical, we believe, to get legislative policy strategy commitments, meaning we are, there are some fights we can win now, and we ought to get on with them. So the main one is budget constraints. Uh, we got a commitment. Now, this is a, a commitment. doesn't go in a rules package, but it's an obligation. House Republicans will adopt a fiscal year 24 budget resolution that balances within 10 years uh, and caps fiscal year 24 discretionary spending at the enacted fiscal year 22 level or lower. So we're, we're going to we are committed. We're not going to just be rolled again by sitting around and cosmetic <laughs> passing of appropriations bills that don't go through the Senate. Wait till they're. Omni expires in September and then pass another Omni. We're going to, it, this, this sets targets that are, that are specified. The conference has to live, live by. And again, Kevin's speakership depends on 
uh, living up to the bargain that we've made. Right. So uh, he may no not keep uh, keep his word, but then you can call for him to be overturned, and we're back in the situation and where we were, right? That's right. Okay. So we have a commitment we made to one another, and uh, and and we'll live according to that commitment. Now we can do it. I don't want it to be thought of as. We're waiting around to do something to Kevin McCarthy. I think the important thing is we've decided these things up front in order that we can work together and get to them as opposed to, you know, sort of people all being around disgruntled all the time thinking about who's going to call up a motion to vacate the chair. That should be unnecessary. Right. It should be. If everybody keeps their word, it, it would be. Um, are you guys concerned at all about repercussions from this? Uh, you know, I, that's the thing that's most interesting to me, Glenn. And I, this is an unusual perspective, I think, but it's, I'm, I'm 58 years old. I've had a, a legal career. I've done, right. I don't really care if I stay in DC. I, the most boring thing on the face of the earth would be to walk, would be to sit there in, on the floor of the house time after time and do nothing and let everybody else, you know, let a handful of people do all the decisions and be cosmetic. Right. If I don't, if I can't, we can't, that's what I'm, that's what was meant in the, in the uh, comment that I said, and not just meant, it was what I said, when I said, if we're not going to make the same sort of change here for the American people that we were able to achieve in the legislature in North Carolina, uh, for the benefit of that, of my state, then I'm not going to hang around. That doesn't mean that if I didn't get Kevin, if I didn't defeat Kevin Correct. for speaker, that I was going to resign. Never said it. The lies that get told, yep, yep, yep. told are amazing in DC. But the point is, so, so let them do repercussions. I don't care. I don't need anything, and I don't want anything. So, um, it's the most empowering thing you can do. Congressman, we are going to see then congressmen actually sitting in their seats debating bills and and wrestling through the bills now like we used to? We are. Wow. We are. I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you one key example. Real quick, we've government. got about 40 seconds. All right, we'll take it. For appropriations bills, all amendments that reduce spending will be in order. They can't just be squelched in the Rules Committee. They've got to be bought out on the floor. All of them. All, all such amendments on the appropriations bills. That's right. And uh, and so nothing can be pushed. Nothing can be pushed just directly to you and say vote up or down. Other legislation can move pretty quickly on the floor. You can't always have everybody in a 500-member chamber. Right. You know, getting in. But on this, those bills, everybody gets to pull amendments to the floor. Every member gets to advance their amendment. That's unbelievable. Um, it, it seems like we're actually uh, trying to get closer to a constitutional republic again. What a novel idea. Um, that was the idea. It is. Thank you. Uh, Congressman Dan Bishop from North Carolina. Good job, Congressman. And please pass that on to everyone that was involved. Good job. Thank you from the American people. The Glenn Beck Program. You really can't assume that everything in life is always going to go according to plan. You know, uh, I don't think anything has anything gone according to plan recently. Really, uh, the simple truth: it, life absolutely throws you curveballs. It does. Sometimes the curveballs can be really scary. Wars, rumors of wars, natural disasters, economic downturn. Any of these sound like uh, they're never going to happen? 
it's best not to be caught without a plan. That's why I want you to call My Patriot Supply right now. They're the nation's largest preparedness company. They have millions of customers. I'm one of them. And right now you can go to MyPatriotSupply.com and save $200 off a three-month emergency food kit. The kit will provide you and your family with easy-to-make breakfast, lunch, dinner, drinks, snacks. It is fantastic. And the kits are in stock and ready to ship. Shipping is free. Your entire attire order arrives quickly in an un box for privacy prepare now preparewithglenn.com go there now preparewithglenn.com every blaze tv subscription is also uh, shipped in an unmarked box so get one at blaze tv.com slash glenn the promo code is glenn this is the glenn beck program welcome Glad you're here. Um, I just I want to go over how important um, the the winning of a committee, a church like committee uh, that has nothing to do with church, by the way, it has everything to do with investigating the CIA, the NSA, the FBI, all of these government agencies and finding out the truth of what they did. It was head, uh, headed by a senator uh, from Idaho. His name was Church, and it happened after Watergate. And Americans, like now, had a lot of questions. What is it that our CIA and FBI and everybody else is involved in? And they uncovered and proved all of these things that were conspiracy theories, all of it, a conspiracy theory. The CIA couldn't be involved in Watergate. Yep, 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 they were. Um, how about this? Project Mockingbird. Now, this was a, um, this was a, 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 a rumor, a conspiracy theory about the CIA. And what they did was, they're not supposed to operate here in America, but they were. And they were manipulating the American news media organizations for propaganda. And Project Mockingbird recruited leading American journalists into a network. And they influenced the operations of front groups. The CIA support of front groups was exposed. Uh, and what they were doing is that this front group with these journalists, they were coming out and saying, oh, no, this is. This is the way, this is what the story really is about, yada, yada. And they were taking all of their marching orders from uh, the government and the CIA. The church group proved that Project Mockingbird was happening and then set up, uh, you know, a, a committee in Congress to make sure that there was oversight on the CIA so they wouldn't do it again. But may I ask you? Do you think the Pentagon, the CIA, the FBI, that they have infiltrated and have front groups that are pushing a narrative on our journalists? Absolutely. We know it. Look at what happened again in Russiagate. Look at look at all of these guys from the CIA, all the guys from the CIA. This is definitely this has all the earmarks. All the earmarks of a Russian propaganda when they knew that wasn't true. 
Yeah, I mean, we've seen several examples of this. I mean, going back to Ben Rhodes and the Obama administration who yep. went to the press and said, you know, we told them, basically admitted, we a told lie. them lies about Iran because none of these reporters knew anything about it, so they'd believe anything we said. We've seen that over and over and over again. I mean, they are, you know, the attempt is not shocking, but when we catch them, there should be consequences. Consequences. Should be accountability. We should care. This is, the, I mean, it took a long time. The, many of these were well-known conspiracy theories, and that's how the way they were referred to as conspiracy theories. And nobody would report on them until the church committee. And then, lo and behold, what a surprise. It turns out they weren't conspiracy theories. Does any of this sound familiar? Then it was old news. Yeah. yeah then it became uh, there's immediately nothing old new news. Uh, then uh, Project Shamrock. Project Shamrock, Project Minaret. This was an espionage uh, exercise that was happening uh, here in the United States, run by the AFSA, which was the uh, predecessor of the National Security Agency. And what they did, and see if you don't think this is happening, what they did is they got access to daily microfilm copies of all incoming and outgoing and uh, transiting telegrams from Western Union, plus everything from RCA and ITT. They were looking at all messages, all conversations that they could get their hands on coming in and going out from uh, citizens here in the United States. We just have the NSA just has a better way of doing it now. They just have more powerful, uh, you know, computers (laughs) and algorithms. Do you think that's not happening now? Well, some version of it is definitely happening. I mean, that's what the Snowden situation showed us quite a bit of that, right? Mm-hmm. In in action. And I, I mean, has it stopped? I'm sure not. And they had no warrants to do it. Hmm. Mm. You think anybody is, is doing that? Uh, another thing was Project Gladio. Uh, this was um, uh, a project to arm and help terrorists. Uh, that were anti-communists, mainly in in Italy. Uh, So our government was helping to overthrow governments. Can we we say Ukraine? May we? May we say Ukraine? Not now, uh, but just uh, during the Obama administration? Absolutely, this stuff was happening. Absolutely, it was happening. Here's one. November 21st, 1964, a package containing a letter and a tape alleging King Martin Luther King's sexual indiscretions was delivered to Coretta Scott King, wife of Martin Luther Jr., uh, Martin Luther King Jr., and later to King himself. The letter was anonymously written. However, Martin Luther King suspected the FBI sent the letter, a conspiracy theory. Coretta Scott King described the tapes by saying, I couldn't make much out of it. There's a lot of mumbo jumbo. The letter does not spe- uh, specify precisely what action uh, they are urging King to undertake. King understood the letter as advocating that he commit suicide. Some say that it was just urging him to decline the Nobel Peace Prize and step out of leadership. Um, the church committee uh, found that, yeah, that wasn't a conspiracy theory. The FBI did that. 
do any of these sound familiar? I mean, do we really think that these things aren't happening right now? We know, we know for sure, Project Mockingbird, we know the White House is telling people in social media. Isn't that also exactly what Project MK Ultra was? This is something else the church committee took on. A program designed and undertaken by the CIA intended to develop procedures and identify drugs that could be used in interrogation uh, to weaken individuals and force confessions. Uh, it began in 53, halted in 1973. Numerous methods to manipulate subjects' mental states and brain function. Can't we say that that's most likely happening with the CIA and Google, Facebook? You really think that no one in the NSA, CIA, FBI is trying to, let me give this again, uh, weaken individuals or manipulate subjects' mental states and brain functions? They were using drugs then. They're just using algorithms now. Do you think that it is important that we look into what our government is doing, seeing that all of these things, it's a conspiracy theory, all of the things back in the 60s and 70s that were, quote, conspiracy theories, end quote, turned out to be true. Do you think it might have been important for 20 Freedom Caucus members to stand up against the machine and say, we want a committee to look into exactly the same things that the church committee looked into in the 1970s. And we want teeth so you can actually get the information and get to answers. I don't know. I think everyone who said this is the biggest crisis ever doesn't owe an apology. We all have our own opinions, and that's fine. But I would like to hear them at least come out and say, you know what? It might have been chaos. It might have looked bad. It might have been. But what they got, what they actually got is pretty good and not just for Republicans but for the Constitution and every single American. Because if you think that this kind of this kind of black operations can happen in a free country and not affect you, I don't care how you voted. You are a fool or you're at least fooling yourself. So last year you participated in a miracle. This audience is so truly amazing to me. You, you are, gosh, you, I mean, you're a godsend on I don't know how many fronts. Tens of thousands last year of babies who would have otherwise never seen the light of day uh, have begun drawing breath because of something you were involved in. The dark world in which we live cries out for the blood of the unborn last year. You stepped up and helped the ministry of preborn shine a light into that darkness. It was actually through ultrasounds. 80,000 lives 
80,000 lives is what we're looking to save this year. We have a confirmed with the number, I think it's 55, 65,000 lives from last year. It's amazing. When a mother with an unplanned pregnancy sees her baby on an ultrasound and hears the heartbeat, her baby's chance at life skyrockets. Preborn clinics offer free ultrasounds with exactly that in mind. They receive zero government funding. What a shock. So their clinics are completely dependent on you and me, the pro-life community. To donate, dial pound 250. These people are making a huge difference. Pound 250. Say the keyword baby. 100% of your donation will go to saving babies. One ultrasound is $28, less than most dinners. Get involved. Pound 250. Baby. Or donate securely at preborn.com slash Beck. That's preborn.com slash Beck. Sponsored by Preborn. This is the Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck program. Um, we've been we've been talking about the CIA and the FBI and this new, if you will, church committee that is going to be established because of the Freedom Caucus standing up to Kevin McCarthy and what they're going to find and how dangerous. But it's all the stuff that they found in the original church committee that was happening in the 60s and, and the 70s. And we were talking, one of the examples you brought up was the Martin Luther King situation where they sent a letter to his wife and eventually to him, and along with tapes saying, hey, we know you're cheating, we know you have infidelity, here's, here's, uh, here's the evidence, you better step down or kill yourself, basically. It doesn't exactly say that, but it's pretty close. The, the, what's interesting about this, sort of separate from the current conversation, is that Martin Luther King is a revered figure in this country. He's got a national holiday named after him. And we know now that he was hooking up with women all over the country. <laughs> he was not mm-hmm. he was not living the he was not living the doctrine right. exactly in that part of his life. No, he wasn't even in Bible territory. Not even in Bible country no, on that no. one. Uh-uh. So they had bugs in his hotel rooms all over the place uh, recording what are reported as to be orgies, right? Again, this is not me saying this. This is a Pulitzer Prize winning reporter and these memos themselves, which say this, you know, recordings of orgies and up to the point that there is an accusation that from credible sources, credible sources. And in these, in these memos and in these tapes that Martin Luther King stood by, and I believe the quote is stood by and laughed as one of his associates raped a woman. Yes. These tapes are due to come out in 2027. They are sealed until 2027. How can his legacy survive that if that's what's on these tapes? It can't. Can't, right? It can't. We can't sit here and have a national holiday for, for a guy who raped a woman on or who stood by and let right. a woman be raped and on it, tape and laughed at it. And it's different because, you know, slavery was legal, it was immoral, but a lot of people and they say this with our founding fathers, we have to remove them mm-hmm. because yeah, they, they did these yeah. horrible things. Mm-hmm. Well, rape was never a cool thing. <laughs> no, never. No, it's not a, never not cool. legal no. if this was going on. And, you know, there's just a lot so I don't know. A few years ago I would have thought 
to myself, they will find, they will defend his legacy at any cost. And look, there's a lot that Martin Luther King, you've praised him. We've all praised him. He's done, he did many amazing things. But But he was a flawed man. I didn't realize that flawed. That big, right, of a flaw. Years ago, I, I probably would have thought they'll defend him at any cost. They'll find a way, they'll ignore it. And I think that's still possible. But the way they are treating his belief system lately of it goes even beyond his belief system because now it's like you know all men are created equal you know he was standing up for the declaration of independence we don't agree with all of that Um, but it was it's also to the point of you know going to his central you know can't judge someone by the color of their skin you got to judge them by the content of the character they've completely destroyed that belief point they do not believe it anymore so if they ever did what's more important when this tape comes out, and if it is if it what does. they say, mm-hmm. and if it does, I think it will. Um, if it comes out, it will be used to, again, destroy history. One of the things that is being destroyed is our narrative, our national understanding of our history. You remove Martin Luther King, which would mean you take down, you get rid of the holiday. You take down the statues of Martin Luther King. There is no Martin Luther King Boulevard anymore. You have to rename like 80% of our streets. You have destroyed the narrative of the 1960s, the hope and the goodness of that Martin Mm -hmm. Luther King movement. That's much more important than keeping him along or or anything else. The destruction of our narrative is in full effect right now. And that will become way too important. Where the CIA and what we learned about the CIA and Kennedy just last week, that'll remain under wraps because that undermines the narrative of the state. This undermines the narrative of a guy who stood up against the state. I think they'll release those tapes in the 27. The Glenn Beck Program.